0: Cody. Hey. Welcome back to <laughs> OB Boss Babes. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, when I first had you on the pod I think you were actually, you and Michelle were Mm -hmm. actually my very first baby Beyond the Brand series guests, along with like Loop Lifestyle and and Poco Loco. Yes.
1: Poco Loco. I I love Jessie.
0: (laughs) And we are missing one part of Blondie today, and that's Michelle. Yeah. Tell everybody where she is. Michelle just had a baby, and
1: uh, yeah, and she actually just moved home from North Bay as well. So she's got her hands full right now. She does. But she's here in spirit.
0: I can't believe she's already doing that for like having her firstborn and already have like done a move. I know under her belt. It's crazy, right? I will tell you one thing. When I had my first, <laughs> I was not leaving my bed, no. let alone like moving a house. I can't <sighs> even imagine. Yeah. But she's a
1: very, very organized person and like
0: I think yeah,
1: I'm sure it's still stressful, but If anyone can nail it, it's her.
0: (laughs) And, well, you're nailing it right now because you're overseeing everything, I guess, for the most part, while she kind of takes a little bit of a break. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. There was a fair bit of prep to get ready for, like, sort of this shift, but I think it's gone
0: really, really well,
1: uh, considering she's sort of taking a little pause for september and maybe a little bit into october but it's been really really good yeah yeah
0: and especially like now did baby tanner come early or was he on time he was only a little bit early so they had a
1: scheduled c-section and he he came just a couple days early okay yeah
0: so at least you guys were prepared and ready like for whatever happened yeah exactly so brody when i first had you ladies on the podcast you guys were still in was it your basement? Yes. Yes. Your, yeah. That's where the studio was. That's yeah. where you guys had all of your inventory. If, and
1: like, even you saying that is just the most like mind blowing thing that it was there.
0: I and... remember, I remember, well, I remember seeing like having you guys on video. Cause obviously all of my interviews are done over zoom and I had yes. seen everything. Like yeah. the basement was full of inventory, yeah. sweaters, shirts, scarves, like everything was there. Yeah. It and it's crazy. But you know what? We are excited to celebrate because you guys have like moved out of your basement.
1: Yeah, we we are gone from there. And it wasn't anything like I think it was just it just sort of happened perfectly. We were sort of passively looking for a space and had thrown it out just in conversation with friends and stuff. And we knew we were gonna outgrow it at some point, and so we were just sort of starting to lay the groundwork for it. And uh, then a friend was like, oh, I, I have this space, and it's gonna be available in a few months, and uh, we went and looked at it, and it was absolutely
0: perfect. But Brody, so... it's not just a space. It's a <laughs> gorgeous house. It's like,
1: yeah, it's weird because, okay, the story with this building is so strange, because it was, so it was like a little kind of farm stand like a butcher and like restaurant like a breakfast joint or whatever that's what it was originally built for and then after that it was some kind of church and then after that it was a house and only a house for like three months and so it but it is was that a church i'm like, not even sure i think it must have gone through some pretty significant renos but it's uh it is so perfect for for what we're doing and it's already full we were like when we went to look at it we we're like oh this is it's really big. Like we're going to have like an empty room. We were even joking around. We were like, Oh, we can have like a little nursery for your baby in here. There is no room in it. It is so full of all Blondie stuff. And, uh, but it's just like, it's perfect.
0: Yeah. It must make you wonder like how on earth did we fit all of the stuff in a basement?
1: (laughs) We are constantly like how, what, what we have done, like the amount of product that we had coming for like this current season was so much that like we would have never been able to fit it in the
0: basement. That's for sure. So Brody, I have to tell you when I had you on the podcast and I was listening back to our episode, you and Michelle both had said absolutely not to a storefront, no right. brick and mortar. No. That is not our vision. <laughs> so what is this retail space?
1: Uh, okay. So it just so happened that this building has like the perfect, like you walk in this little side door and it's like a great size room. And it just has like swinging doors that would be perfect to go into the rest of the space. Like, so our warehouse is beyond the swinging doors. And then we have this great little room that we were like, you know what, we could do like the first Saturday of every month for retail. And we were going to do some special events and stuff. So yeah, so we worked with a local, um, like a local woodworker to get the retail space all retrofitted and it's ready and open. And uh, yeah, we've already done a couple of retail days. So it's, yeah, it's awesome not what we, I mean, but we're never, we are never, we're still sticking to that story. I was going to we say, we're going to be like a seven day a week store or five day a week store. We just want the flexibility. Yeah. Of, yeah.
0: And of, isn't that nice so that you don't have to commit to, you know, someone always being at the store, Right. you can still have your days. Like Michelle can have a baby she and not have, baby. have to worry about being there. I mean, not that, not that the business wouldn't keep going on because you would be there, but right. at least you don't have to worry about taking all of this on and still showing up at the store I to open so. the doors. And
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now why did you want to buy in Beckwith and not like necessarily like have a location like in Elmont or something? We
1: had sort of looked at Elmont only because of like my sort of history there and but it, it just nothing was really suitable like it nothing really felt right and so then when this place came up and it's like a 10 minute drive from my house and with Michelle living up in North Bay I was sort of the one that was in the warehouse most often and so I Um, Yeah, so it just kind of made sense. And the rural setting and everything, like, you look out every window in this place, and it's, like, beautiful farm fields and, like... There's like a chicken that comes by during the day, it's like looking in the door, and like it's very blondie, like it's
0: perfect. It's yeah, it's perfect stuff, and it's like it's nice too, like to be able to go up for a scenic drive, mm-hmm. and it's something different too. It sets you guys apart that nobody else is doing. No, it's a bit
1: strange, yeah, in the middle of nowhere, but it, it's strange but innovative. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about your apparel line for those that don't know. So Blondie apparel consists of stylish and elevated basics that are uncomplicated, long lasting, and most importantly, shameless plug, comfortable because <laughs> I am rocking some Blondie. That's awesome. yeah. Now, although you guys have collections that come and go with the seasons, Brody, you also have staple pieces that people can shop from permanently mm-hmm. like the Janice tee and the cross front sweater. Yeah. Why do these particulars remain permanently on your bestsellers list so that anyone that bought a Janice tee, you know, say two years ago can get the same one, but maybe now in a different color.
1: Um, yeah, I, it was always just a no brainer for us. This, like this stuff was like, okay, we're, this is the kind of business we want to be. We don't want to contribute to fast fashion and we just want to create pieces that people are going to want for a long, long, long time. And so when you fall in love with your you know, your favorite t-shirt, like the Janus tee is like all time favorite for so many people. We didn't want to make something so great that they all fell in love with and then just yank it and replace it with something else just to get the sale, which it seems a lot of businesses like, you know, big uh, fashion businesses will do they'll just sort of keep replacing so you feel mm-hmm. this constant need to like buy more but um, yeah so we uh, most of our stuff I would say that 90% of the line is stuff that uh, we carry through each season and so uh, we do add uh, the odd new piece and uh, but it's not we're not constantly looking for like to like grow the the
0: skews yeah now it's funny Brody because I am I am like religiously dedicated to clothes that i love in terms of like i will have the same outfit or or staple piece in like five different colors in my closet yeah, me too <laughs> i've always been like that and my sister will go through my closet and be like holly like do you not have like something different like right. this is the same shirt in four different colors <laughs> little I love fashion-y stuff. i
1: think there's a lot of people that are like that and those are the people we want to cater to i literally purged my closet yesterday and despite what everyone would think having owned a clothing store and also a clothing brand, I don't have that many clothes, but it was time for a purge and I was sorting it all. And it was literally Blondie Janice tees. And then there was this other brand of t-shirt that I really, really like like stacks of them. And that's it. I have two different kinds of t-shirts and that's it.
0: I'm glad I'm not alone. No, you're not. alone. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you guys know, like to, to create this trend, if you will, because like, obviously, like we were just saying, not a lot of businesses do that. Like no. they're constantly rotating. How did you guys know that, this was not only something that you guys wanted to do, but it was going to work and the customers would keep returning. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we had no idea.
1: It was like, it was a shot in the dark and, and it it just, it just happened to stick. But I think people are just the timing of it all. I think people are looking to like buy quality pieces that they can have for a long time and find a brand that really resonates with them and support them. And so I think it was just like this perfect storm of, uh, yeah, our, our choices. And we, w- there was never any debate. We were, if it had failed with us compromising on our values, we would have been fine with that. Like we were going to stick to what we, what we wanted to put out into the world, whether it
0: succeeded or failed. Yeah. So Brody, I want to talk about some of the models that you've had from your latest shoot, as we've seen some familiar faces as Blondie has proudly featured women across the Ottawa Valley and Lanark County, proudly rocking Blondie's clothes on your social media pages and mm-hmm. website. Now. Yes. I think that this is a really strategic move as an entrepreneur to include women that we recognize mm-hmm. because not only is it really great to include a variety of women that aren't necessarily models, so to speak, yep. but it's more appealing to your local community when they see people that they recognize yeah. and that they know that are sporting your clothes and it presents that sense of familiarity as well as like that, that trust with trust, your brand. Yeah. So when did this idea of to include the ladies behind your fall winter collection come into play?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've used, um, we've used sort of, we've dabbled in like hiring models from agencies and then like using friends and sometimes like my, I'd get my sister in or like Michelle and I had in the early days, we'd stand in and um, it's been like a learning curve for sure. But um, there, we're working with an amazing photographer, uh, Janela Photo. And she she's like she gets us so well and so she had some friends and she was like oh you know like i'll i'll see what they think and it just it just like all fell into place so nicely and then we have some friends locally that we just we just sort of asked them and they were like okay and uh yeah it does it it just makes it that much more personal and Mm -hmm. it builds the brand up so nicely and it's fun working with them. Like we really look forward to our photo shoots, not to say that models aren't, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun, but when it's all like your friends and people that, you know, and have built a relationship with, it's a ton of fun. Like we get together and it's lots of laughing. And like, I think even for them, like as like, just being in front of the camera which is awkward for the average person if we're there joking around about it as well it makes it easier and it comes across as like in the photos it's just very like authentic and beautiful well, nothing
0: makes me more happy than when I'm like scrolling on my feed, seeing Bobby McDougal like rocking your clothes and being like, "That is so relatable." And you know, it's nice too to have like all different types of representation. Yeah. Like you said, you know, both models as well as as people in our communities that we know. Right. And I just, I, it's so fun. Yeah, it it's is so fun. fun. And like you said, I mean, it's just it's so much more personal. Being like, "Hey, yep. how's it going? What yeah. have you been up to?" And like, it just you actually get that genuine reaction and smile in yeah. those pictures versus being like, "Smile, <laughs> pose." Exactly. Yeah, it is. Good.
1: Hey there, it's Shelby and Dame Prosper from the Prosper Company Photography. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Ottawa Valley Boss Babes podcast and for watching us exclusively on Spotify. Let's check out our sponsors. Stick around, we'll be right back.
0: Agnew Renovations offers quality home renovations at affordable prices. Family owned and operated since 2016. Decks, additions, new builds or painting, no job is too big or too small. If you want honest, affordable quality work, give Steve a call at 613-639-5971 or check out our Agnew Renovations Facebook page to see our work. We look forward to hearing from you. Looking for something to do? Come explore the communities throughout Mississippi Mills. Whether you're in Almont, Appleton, Blakeney, Clayton, Ramsey, or Pakenham, you will find the natural culture and heritage aspects combined with friendly people, unique shops and amazing restaurants that will fill your visit with an incredible experience. Check out our Mississippi fun guide where you can learn about our history, explore the outdoors, parks and trails, learn more about local festivals and events and find some tasty local eateries throughout the area. In Mississippi Mills, there's a smile around every corner and we always have time for company. Come for an hour, a day, or a week. We'll make sure you'll want to return again and again.
1: And I basically just had my life away. There's no going back now. Such a fun crew. I came here last summer to do the tandem here, and absolutely fell in love with the staff such nice people and it's exactly the kind of people that I would want to surround myself with when it comes to doing an extreme sport like skydiving
0: you really are just being extremely present in the moment and I've fallen in love with feeling
1: the air just being fully present it's it's so calming
0: and honestly it's It's like a sense of just fulfillment at the end of the day. I feel great. I'm so happy I'm doing this. Sweeten by Shelly is located in the beautiful town of Deep River, but their products can be found all over Renfrew County. They focus on cake designing and are an event dessert stylist. If you have an upcoming event, let Sweeten by Shelly take care of all your bakery needs. Christmas is just about here, and they only have a few spaces left for your holiday baking orders. Let Sweeten by Shelley take care of your Christmas baking for you this year. Find Sweeten by Shelley on Facebook and Instagram, and place your order today. You're
1: listening and watching the Ottawa Valley Boss Babes podcast in studio. Now back to the Where Are They Now anniversary special.
0: So speaking of babes supporting babes, I love reading your blog. Her story features where you guys profiled several women that you and Michelle personally love, and you guys showcase them on your website. So tell us some of the women that you guys have featured and why you wanted to specifically highlight them.
1: Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was uh, we were trying to sort of figure out what direction we wanted to go with the blog and. Um, it's difficult because you, you see all these blogs and you're like, okay, like, should we be talking about, you know, this or that? And it, it, you know, it's just nothing was really resonating with us. And so we landed on this Her Story idea. And we do really love it um, because we, like, ha- having a clothing business, we are surrounded by women most of the time. Uh, most of our wholesale accounts are owned by women and our models are women. It's just sort of a girls world, I guess. But uh, yeah, we decided and the first one that we did was with uh, a wholesale account that we have, uh, Sharon from Collected Joy in Toronto. And she like just holds the most special place in our hearts because she was one of our first wholesale accounts and she's been a huge part of our success because she's out in Toronto just like singing our praises and she sells so much of our staff and she's just it's been years and years of her supporting us and so we just wanted to share her story with everybody which i think is really nice and then yeah we've done we did one on uh, a customer of ours as well who is just like you know you have those customers that are just they're liking everything and they're cheering you on and you can always count on them and it's they buy the stuff and so she's one of those and uh, so we were like yeah let's let's include her and so we're constantly looking for people to sort of include in that feature and yeah it's just a ton of fun to learn a little bit more about them
0: yeah a great way to sing like you know women's praise because i find that like we are not one to do that for ourselves and so when women are spotlighting, you know, women, other women that are doing great things or yeah. that just, you know, maybe just deserve a little recognition to yeah. say, Hey, you're doing some great work. You're supporting me. You're doing great in your business or yeah. you're a wonderful customer. I think that everybody should know about you. Doesn't it feel good?
1: It's a good thing. We're not
0: going to, we're not going to be like, I'm yeah, doing great work. Hey, you Look at me? me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's
1: a huge compliment. It's the same as getting like an invite to something like this. Like it's a huge, huge compliment when someone else outside of your industry or in it is like hey can like you're interesting enough for me to spend some time talking to you or writing about you like that's a huge huge compliment in our world yeah
0: well that's why i love doing it because i think that again we just don't take that time to recognize and celebrate our own achievements we Mm -hmm. know we're doing great things Mm -hmm. we know that we're hustling behind the scenes but i think it's really important when another woman another woman values and sees that and calls them out Mm -hmm. on it in the best way to say you deserve a shining spotlight. A little, That's yeah. why I love I just doing just this too. Yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah. So Brody, last October you sold your firstborn baby mm. Dory's habit, yeah. a clothing boutique that you had started before Blondie was born. When did you come to realize that you were ready to part ways with your store entirely and not still keep a foot in the door?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I definitely with Dory's, it was always part of the plan to like pass it on um, when I turned forty. And so it was just, and having grown up in a small business family, I knew, like, I vividly remember conversations with my dad and he was always like, make sure you have an exit strategy. And so I did. And like my husband and I both sort of planned our lives together with, with these, these goals. And so, yeah, so I, I turned 40 and I was like, okay, I I guess I gotta get ready for this. But unfortunately it was right during the pandemic, like that sort of was just getting going. And so. I was like oh my god is this like is this the right time to do this or like who in the world is going to be looking for a store right now and but it was also really good timing because the store was so massively supported during covid and so it it was like you'd be handing off something i mean it it was it was great, but it was even better during, it was time and it was time. And so I, and I was just worried. Like I I had a great manager at the time and I had great staff, but I was just worried. Like it doesn't matter all the people you have. It's still the buck stops with you. If they're all sick, it's you. And Mm -hmm. if someone quits, it's you. And so I was just really worried that, that that was going to happen. And with Blondie sort of growing so much, I was just I just didn't have the bandwidth for the two of them on a full-time basis anymore. And so that was my fear with Dory's was that I would lose a key, key, uh, employee. And then I don't like, I don't know how I would manage it all. So it felt really good though. Like it good. it did. And I, it was funny because my husband was like, how are you going to sell it? And I'm like, well, I think I'm just going to go on Instagram and just, I'm just going to go oh, on Oh, that's there. how you did it. Yeah. I did like a video and I was like, I just, it was like, not, not just me talking. It was a bit of a, like videos. And then I was doing like a voiceover and I just said that it was time for me to move on. And I'm looking for someone to take over my little business. And the reaction was insane. Like I was shocked. So you got like multiple offers, multiple offers.
0: Wow! Also, that must have been hard. than deciding, like, who do I I go with? Who do I go with? I know, it
1: was, like, it was just the craziest thing, and not at all what I would have imagined, but I'm just, like, I'm so excited for the new owner. It's such a great opportunity and a great community to come into, and so yeah, it's, like, it's just, it's awesome. I have no regrets. There's things I miss about it, like, November, December, like, Christmas in retail is so much fun, and so I do miss that, but, I mean the good outweighs the bad yeah
0: yeah now see i know um a business in our hometown that i was like really close with it was uh favorite things that was formerly local and so they had decided um after the last lockdown they were like we're done Mm. this is just you know like we're we're at our wit's end here like we we can't survive another lockdown we don't know what's going to happen and then another business like took over their space and i literally was talking to one of the owners like the the previous owners of a favorite things before they closed I said like how do you feel when you mm-hmm. when you walk down Pembroke Street and see yeah. the new owners in your space and she's like it's so bittersweet and mm-hmm. I think it's one thing when you've like re- like you've dissolved your business yeah. and it's done done but it's another thing when you still see it though yes and I feel like <laughs> I would have like stockholder syndrome being like I know oh, like, oh, I would do this differently or I would do that differently. And it's like to be like, no, I need to separate myself. It's not my business anymore. That's
1: exactly the, oh, yeah, you have to just sort like, it is hard, but it's, it's the only way forward. So yeah, yeah. it is. It's uh, yeah, it's tricky, but it's, but isn't it nice
0: so that you get to see your dream that had started to carry on now into something else? I else's? think so.
1: It would be sad to just end it. It's like, yeah. it was, yeah, it was, and then so many people in the community like loved it yeah. that, it to just disappear would have been sad, so I'm really glad that there was, you know, interest. the le- the
0: original, the legend it gets to live on, yeah. <laughs> living on. <laughs> so, Brody, what is next for Blondie Apparel, especially now that you guys do have your retail spaces? I guess yeah. that's the best way to call it.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, growth for sure. We're definitely in like full steam ahead mode. Um, we did, I think last time we talked, we had just hired a rep out west Mm -hmm. um so she's really sort of rolling with it now and and our ontario rep is still doing amazing and we're considering a quebec rep as well and we're just some changes to the website to make it more like more accessible like french language and like it's just just continue but more yeah it's there's so much potential like ontario we've got like sort of a lockdown we have a store in every province now except for (sighs)
0: Um, the Yukon. Oh my I God. Well, you'll make it happen before the end of the year. I That's know. on your bucket if list. Anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listening yeah. from the Yukon. But it was,
1: when we got a story in a Iqaluit, we were like, oh my gosh. That's cool. Like, that is so crazy. So, so how many
0: retailers, or sorry, how many wholesalers are you guys at now? Uh, so we're pushing 90. That's Canada Okay. So when I had you guys on the pod, you guys said 30 to 40. Right. 90. I know. Woohoo!
1: I think, and I think the space has really made it possible as well. Like we just, we're just constantly pushing stuff out the door. Like the orders are amazing. It's just awesome.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. It's fun. That's so cool to see like where you guys are like literally a year ago to where you guys are now. I
1: remember trying to get our first wholesale accounts when we were just sewing scarves. I remember going and knocking on doors and now we are not there. It's emails to us. Yeah.
0: And let's just like put that out there too. That Blondie apparel started just Just by selling scarves. That's crazy. And now look at you guys. The crazy,
1: In my closet Purge the other day, I found one of the, like, original scarves, and I was kind of, like, it's so... I'm like, do reminiscing you know I this? Mean? And... Should I keep it? Should I frame it? Like, what do I do with this thing?
0: Yeah. Now, would you guys ever do anything like a collab? Like, I know, like, Smash and Tess, like they're known for their rompers and yeah. staple pieces kind of like mm-hmm. you guys you know where they don't really change and they do fun collabs like with hillary duff and yeah. um, the birds papaya and i think they've even done like a collab with barbie and stuff now it's pretty crazy yeah. would you guys ever do something like that
1: yeah i think we would definitely we're open to collaborations and we have uh like sort of thrown around some ideas of uh, people that we could work with um i think it's less celebrity and more like another artist like whether or not it's like somebody who um, like I, I want to say her name Jenna
0: Rose we might reach out to her like, you I'm, should do you know Jenna Rose? I don't but I'm just saying like you I feel absolutely like she should could. we
1: can give her our fabric and she does the most beautiful screen prints and like I just feel like maybe something like that would be more up our Allie, yeah. Like, well,
0: Brody, I live by the mentality of if you don't ask, you don't get. This is true. And you absolutely have to put yourself out there because the worst that they can, that Jennifer can say is no or not respond. Right. I I mean, when I get people on my podcast, when I'm like, oh my gosh, I heard back from Jillian Harris not saying that she's coming on my pod because oh my gosh. I'm still trying to connect with her Fingers assistant crossed. to get it. I just, I keep getting pushed. Oh. I, I've connected with her assistant, but it just keeps getting pushed and pushed hey, and pushed. So you I'm got like, got
1: the assistant. That's,
0: I've got, that's I've got that. That's something. <laughs> one day. Yeah. But like, if you don't ask, and you don't put yourself out there like it's never going to happen so why not yeah I know it just yeah start that initial email and yeah. just put the feelers out and and if they don't respond keep going keep I showing so. up in their inbox I don't care if you sound if you think you sound annoying yeah you're just being memorable yeah I'm fine with and that. you're blonde maybe next worth, time we talk we'll have a collaboration there we go there we <laughs> go but Blondie is worth being known about and collaborating with and I mean oh, you guys are you. on the way to bigger and better and so who knows thank you yeah who does know Brody, I always end up <laughs> wrapping up my podcast episodes with one local business, but who is a local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about? I
1: figured this question was coming. And so I actually sort of, I was like, okay, I have to, like, I have to give a shout out to my girls in Elmont because they are coming through COVID and now the street is torn up and they're just killing it there. So Vicki at Tinbren Market, Jess at Dory's Habit, Hannah at Kenfield Kids, uh, Colleen at Crush, um, Emily at Tripoli Made, and my sister Laura at Blush and Black. I just feel like they're, you know, it's hard on small businesses when there's infrastructure replacement. And so, yeah, my shout outs to
0: them. And everyone has survived through the pandemic, which is like a right? celebration in itself. Because anyone that made out of that thing alive, oh my and our, we're all still surviving <laughs> and thriving. But yeah. it's because of our community. It's because of our so. community that has supported us through this entire time that is why is we're it. still here.
1: Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, okay. Brody, cheers, yes. to cheers. Cheers, to cheers to you. Cheers to Michelle cuz now she can drink again. She can drink again. <laughs> so we're drinking for Michelle, Yay. but she'll be joining us at one point or another. But on to bigger and better things. Yes. And I'm so excited to see where Blondie winds up and where it goes and I'm excited to stop by at your next <laughs> yes, opening day. Anytime. And I mean, I need I need some more colors. So
1: mm. <laughs> you know where we are now. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> cheers.